this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome back to Las Vegas. You're listening to the Crazy Sexy Cool Podcast, where we give our black-ass millennial opinions about the crazy, the sexy, and the cool hot topics. I'm your host, Bethany, and I am joined by my friends in real life. We have Meek and Elizabeth. And for those watching us on YouTube, you can see that we are joined by a special guest. He is more than just a DJ. He joins us with more than 10 years of successful experience in the media industry (laughs) as a syndicated radio personality, a television host, and an entrepreneur. You have seen him on Revolt TV with Diddy. You have seen him on Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored with Jason Lee. And for my folks in LA, you have definitely heard him on The Real 92.3, holding things down. So let's welcome DJ Damage to the show. had an intro so You like my intro? What was that? That was dope, now, right? So now rocking in with the tunes with DJ Damage, Damage. Okay, come on. <laughs> Like it. We're giving you drops. We're giving you drops. Okay. So you know when you run the show back. Y'all recording this too, so I'm going to rip this and then put that on my drops. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I'm going to listen when I come to LA. If I don't hear myself, it's going to be problems. Problems. 
<laughs> All right, so this week we have Valentine's Day coming up. And, you know, this is a holiday where I feel like sometimes it's considered one-sided. So it's nice to have a guy come on and give us some gems when it comes to men and romance and love or whatever, especially right. with Valentine's Day coming up. So I just have a quick question. <laughs> rub because, hands like Birdman. I'm yeah, sorry, I just bird, had to. <laughs> got the, the Birdman hand rub going on. So when it comes to Valentine's Day, do you feel that it's one-sided or do you feel like it's a holiday that is just like to celebrate women? No, it's absolutely one-sided. Um, and I do agree with you. I think it's to celebrate women and ain't nothing wrong with that. But I don't feel like it's ever been promoted in any other way where men are supposed to receive much on Valentine's Day. I think you're supposed to... I think what you're supposed to get is the reward of giving, you know? Like that's supposed to be, I feel like, the reward... I mean, would it be nice to get a few things on Valentine's Day? Maybe, you know, ain't nothing wrong with that. But I think the <laughs> holiday is meant to celebrate and give things to women. And I'm not really mad at that. I've never been mad at that. It's been fun for me, so. So yeah. every Valentine's Day, you just don't expect your woman to get you anything because wait, wait. You Valentine's Day. So does pussy count as a gift? No. <laughs> so like, so. Nope. But you know what I read? Two pussies does. Okay, oh. that's what I read. I heard. I heard two pussies is a gift. This look, you brought it up. I mean, I mean is that something I'm you? Tell you about my research. Is that something you into? You into threesomes? Uh, if it's if it's done right. <laughs> okay, that's good. That's a good answer. Good, a good answer. Done right. Good answer. Good answer. I like that. So, answer. so that we have a we have a guy on the show. What is a threesome done right? Uh, I, for me, a threesome done right is when the woman and the guy are equally eager to have sex with this other person. I don't okay. want somebody having a threesome for me. Like, oh, I'm not really into girls. I'm just kind of doing this as a gift for you. I don't want that. I want us like tag team me and you against her. <laughs> like, if it's not that, I don't want it. It's like, who's that? Yeah, yeah, so y'all will go yeah. out together and, and choose, right? Or she can choose, but I'm not into the, oh, I'm just trying to do this to make my man happy kind of thing, because that's going to end up being a whole nother conversation down the line. Right. I ain't got time for that. Mm -hmm. True. Okay. True, true. So as far as like Valentine's Day, with it being one-sided, do you feel like guys should speak up and say like, you know, I like a little bit of romance. I like gifts. I like something special. Um, I mean, you can, but like I said, it's not even advertised for us. So it's not like there's millions of gifts you can get guys, you know, for Valentine's yeah. Day. Or, it's not even like, what, what yes. would romance for a guy be like, what, like, no, well, no, well, you well, being a guy, like what's wrong? Like what's romance? Is it the same as the petals and the flowers? Do we get you flowers? Yeah. Like, what, what, do you expect? what do you expect? Is it like I, making sure that the game is on when you walk in with some food or something? Yeah, I think, I think with spaghetti. Like, for me, I don't look at myself as ever being a romantic person. I think I'm a thoughtful person. So I think anything that's thoughtful can be considered romantic in my book, in my definition. See so, what you did there. You know what I mean? Romantic. So Don't keep us bars, damage. You this is, I, I was just giving myself some some, some slack because I don't ever want to go around saying I'm romantic and don't live up to that. That's so I'm just bars. thoughtful. So I think, I mean, whatever you think is thoughtful for your man, if he likes the game, putting the game on, you know, giving him a nice back rub, like, making sure everything's stress-free. It just depends on the guy you talk to, honestly. But it's really like, I think that's for everybody on Valentine's Day, whether it's for a woman or for a guy. It really shows how much you know about the person if you really want to take exactly. it there. Because mm -hmm. anybody can buy 
you know, the $300 flowers and, you know, the bullshit. But it's like, what are you going to do to make it have that personal touch? You know what's so sad so, is that you say that, and every year Smiths has a specific aisle that they don't that they dedicate to Valentine's Day, and every year that aisle is completely store. sold the fuck out. So it means you know? like people are not putting fucking thought into these gifts. Like they just going to get this big ass bear, chocolate, nasty ass candy. Because a lot of these, a lot of that candy is disgusting. Let's if we just keep it at one hundred, you know, and these hearts and this pink and this red, it doesn't go with the home decor. So you really wasn't thinking about, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, where the fuck am I supposed to put this shit? Like, where the fuck does this bear go? In the Did trash you... the next day. You know where it goes. Bear yeah. go. I don't want like, no bear, no balloons. I don't $50 want bear. You can bring me some flowers, because I only put flowers in my house. But, like, all that, ex- so, like, it doesn't so, so you also have a, a podcast with uh, your co-host, Carmen, called Dualities. And I checked out one of the episodes and your co-host Carmen said that love language is very important when it comes to knowing what to do with your partner for Valentine's Day. So I think that's what you were kind of like hinting at, that you have to know your person's love language. But we just saw uh, Quavo, you know, showering his girlfriend, Saweetie, with uh, oh, hella gifts. Does it, look, does when, when guys who are just extremely wealthy when they go all out and give their women gifts on social media and they just put it out there for everyone to see, does that put pressure on you guys to like have to go hard on holidays? Um, yeah, it don't put pressure <laughs> on me, but for the average, first of all, sweetie got girls wanting shit that he can't never get, you know, Birkin right. bags and all this right. stuff. So mm-hmm. anybody looking at their relationship saying, I want that, there's nothing wrong with that, but it's like, come on, yo. Like, right. he's talking about 13 days of Valentine's Day. If I was rich, I could do. 13 days anything. You want 13 days of Christmas too? Like, so I'm a little upset at Quavo for that. I'm not upset because he's showing off for his queen, so that's dope. But as far as everybody else, everybody can't do that. People are struggling to do one day of Valentine's Day. So, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not mad at him because he ain't put it out there like everybody needs to do this. But I was just looking like this motherfucker. But people, <laughs> but people are misconstruing. Like, they're not receiving the message. It's about, it's about you know, um, sh- going all out for the person that you declare your love for, right? So it's like, it doesn't mean that you have to go and buy all these Birkins. Do it within your income bracket, of course. But, like, go all out. You know what I'm saying? Now, if women are, like you said, women are looking at that like, I want a Birkin back. Like, bitch, you don't even got fucking 10000 in your bank account. Like, how you, gonna, how you Right, you don't even got a house. Like, Please. you... you like why? Why do you need a Birkin? You don't fucking need a Birkin. You don't even have a box spring. I, let me just, let's get real now. <laughs> no, no, real talk. I'm from a city where girls ain't got box springs. Right. And they sleep on the floor. The mattress on the floor, and you want a Birkin bag. Right. Talking about hey. feng shui. Like, no, that sounds like a crick in your back. That's what it sounds like. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, no, you're right. So it's like y'all need to get your priorities straight. But if someone is going all out to express their love for you, I think like. You know what I mean? Like it that's what's important. Now also you do gotta listen to your partner though. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I had a situation, there was some mixed communication somewhere, and I got these gifts and I was like, Yeah, who the fuck are you? Who, who is this? Who are you talking to? <laughs> I, I, I who you're not talking this is this can't be for me. Like this has to be for somebody else because yeah. So are, are what did you do about with your- the gifts? No, I'm not going. We're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. <laughs> you know, there's ears said. everywhere. There's ears everywhere. But let's just say, what did you do with them? It wasn't. It, 
if you around me, you know there's certain things about me. You know certain things don't matter to me. And if you right. if you follow in a certain script that fits a that fits a certain female and I'm not that type of female, bro, like you there's a disconnection somewhere. So Right. Mm. So we've we've talked about our love languages before, but when it comes to like gift giving and being romantic, what is your love language, ladies? Hey, gift giving and being romantic. Can you, oh wait, before we answer this, can you go over them again? I always ask you to <laughs> <laughs> what the lo- love language. It's five of them. It's five of them. I have it's the quality book right here. I have the book, <laughs> yeah. but it's over on this bookshelf. So we have words of affirmation. We have acts of service. Receiving gifts, quality time, and physical touch. Oh, mm. I'm gonna go with the physical touch for a hundred. Yeah, like, uh, because <laughs> like you know, the quality time is gonna come with the physical touch, so that's kind of like a two for one combo type of thing. Super. But yeah. yeah, I'm gonna go with the physical touch. Um, I am a sucker for like that skin to skin. I just never broke. You know, how some people. Break, I've never, I've never broken that. Like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm agree with, I'm agree with Meek. Physical, yeah. physical touch is, is definitely needed. And I'm not talking about sex. Yeah, no. I'm right. not talking about sex. I'm talking it's about those little, those little, you know, grab on the butt. Little, you know, little. Squeeze my ass. I, it's called the, uh, <laughs> the recliner. I call it the recliner. It's like a, a spark in your back, in the lower of your back, and you yep. just. Touch, yeah, you know, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that thing. <laughs> what about um, Bethany? So I like to show love with acts of service, and I like to receive uh, physical touch, but also in a way of acts of service. So, like, especially when I was dancing, if my body is just feeling like shit, if you offer me a massage, that's yeah, all I need. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Just a massage would just do me so much good better than a bag or better than you know like a candlelit dinner i mean which is it's all cool but touch me yeah so you you want full body or you just want me to rub your feet or you want me to rub your booty what about that elbow you know what i mean i like i like you you want front and back massage yeah i want all that Oh, you know oh, what? Yeah. I would love for a man to rub me down like them little Asian ladies rubbed us down. <laughs> oh my God, like, like, I'm telling you. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, Hold up. Wait. Did you niggas go get massages without me? This yeah, was a long it was time ago, and you were not in town. See, you be trying to charge us, and you don't be here. So that's not our fault. Okay, no. not our fault. But next time, no. next, next, next one. Whatever. Yeah. These I little mean, Asian, look, look, these little Asian ladies, they first off, they stand about five foot. And you know what I'm saying? And they, they older, too. They're not young. They got their hair in a little ponytail. And when I tell you, she, I was in that bitch like, oh, God. Ow, yeah. ow. But it was good, though. And then, like, see, when it, comes, when it comes to everything. physical touch, when it comes to physical touch and like a massage, don't hurt me. I no, need something soothing. Felt, I need it some was, pressure. Trust me. It was nest like it was only like that because I was tense. But when I tell you like the way she did what she did, I was like, man, if I was able to get some dick right after this, this would <laughs> yes, be it'll be so better. Oh, yeah. God, we like talk about like, happy endings right after. I was like, bro, I understand the happy ending. Like this, like, I, this, this was very much needed. So, oh my god, it was mind blowing. And like they were just so oh, you know like. 
I was going to say, Damage, what about you? As far as your uh, your love languages when it comes to someone showing you love or romance. Uh, I think acts of service is fine. Like, you know, just cook me something and I'm I'm good. You know, cook me some bomb ass food. I'm this simple. Collard greens, the cornbread. And you're like soul food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm that whatever. I don't, I don't care as long as it's cooked for me. I don't I don't really, I'm not that picky, so. Salmon, asparagus. Yep, little salmon, little asparagus. There you go. Sweet potato. Yo, That's I it. heard I heard that, that is now the go-to meal. Like before the go-to meal used to be like tacos or spaghetti, but I was in a barbershop and this did, you know, some barbershop talk and the dude was like, you know, and like uh <laughs> don't hit me with that go-to that is that salmon and asparagus. He was like, "All all females want to cook salmon and asparagus." But the fact of the matter is all females can't cook salmon and asparagus, you know. I but, thought it was Alfredo, but maybe that's a Philly thing. Every, every it, girl see, in the world want to make you some damn Alfredo. 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 Like, I can't eat Alfredo, so I'm already <laughs> Alfredo. I don't like it. It tastes nasty. Mm. I've heard of the Alfredo. Yeah. But I mean, for the vegan folks, it's a no-go. Too much dairy. Alfredo. Mm -hmm. So um, when it comes to love languages, do you feel like it changes depending on like who you're dating or who you're seeing? Mm. That's for everybody. I do. Because sometimes you come in with a set uh, like your like your love languages are set, and then that person that you are engaging with may show you something and show and do it the right way to where you actually are like, dang, I didn't know I liked this. Like I didn't Open know I like to be touched yeah. or cuddled until you cuddled me. You know what I mean? All of them was doing that shit wrong. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, but there yeah. is a, a right or wrong way of doing it. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? I agree. You feel the same I, way? I, I feel yeah. the same way. I know. I just feel like now, cause like I'm like you know, new to dating right now. I'm just, I'm learning what actually, what I like and what I don't like. Um, new so, to dating? Wait, she's new I to mean, dating, y'all. She's never done it before. No, I mean, like, I haven't, <laughs> I haven't been doing dating in a while. I kind of like, you know, it's been a long time since I like she actually. had a hiatus, y'all. She had yeah, a hiatus. Uh, okay. I, you're, I sticking, actually, you're sticking I'm your stepping toe out. upon. You know, I'm like, okay, let's, mm. let's see let's what's Let's try this thing on that. Okay, so with you with you being new to like dating again, like this is a new thing for you. What do you feel like your love language is now? Do you know what your love language is? Because you know yeah, it no, could have changed. No, over no, it's still the same for me as far as like the physical touch, quality time. I wouldn't say active service for me yet because nobody has made me want to, you know, show active service with them. So yeah, you know. Those are the two, my main top two for now. Um, until somebody comes and change, show me something different. Acts of service was the one that I got turned out on. Like, because I was one of those where I was like, oh, I, that doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, that's like the last one. Until I flew my ass to motherfucking New York. And then I saw, and, and, and shit yeah. was done. And I was like, yo, like, I... Acts of service, yes, sir. Like that's that, that, <laughs> that definitely one of those. But of course, like I said, has to, like but the thing that made what he because he didn't buy me no Birkin or like drop crazy money. What he did was he paid attention, and the fact that he paid attention in such a short span, you know what I mean? It made me special. It like it's crazy because men that have known me for years didn't show that type of detail that this guy that I've knew for a short period of time, I was like, and, and to be honest, I think that he's just that type of person. I don't think that it was like uh, something special for me, but it was still a good experience where it stuck with me. 
you know. I like that. Yeah. So yeah, it it really can change depending on who you're talking to. They may introduce you to some new shit. But I feel like when you know what your love language is and what you expect from other people, it gives you a sense of like when you enter the dating pool, like someone like Liz, when you know what your love language is, like Meek, you always have spoken about like dating intentionally. Yes. When you know your love language, do you feel like it makes it easier to kind of like... Absolutely. Because I just know like... Because now like those love languages are now um, attached to my my female body organs. You know what I'm saying? And like certain <laughs> things... Certain things just don't work <laughs> the same. If... Okay. You know what I mean? If, if certain type of like, you know, behavior or actions are not exemplified. So if I'm starting to notice that a guy like say... Like quality time is, is important to me. Um, uh, what one of the major ones is the sense of the touch, right? If I notice that a dude is like hesitant to touch me, I'm turned off. Like mm-hmm. I'm completely just turned mm-hmm. off. Like, and right. it's like, because I hate when guys wait for the bed to touch a woman. Like, baby, this body wait, is 24 wait, wait. hours. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> if a man is hesitant to touch you, you're turned off? Now I like what I mean by that. <laughs> let me explain. I'm talking about where we've already we've been hanging out, like we've passed all that, been hanging out, and now it's time okay. to be intimate, like in an intimate space with each other. Not from the jump, no. But like if I'm like if we've gotten to know each other and like say, you know, I fly out or you fly in and we're spending intimate time. Intimate time is twenty four seven. Like it doesn't just mean penetration, sex so on and if i like i've had that when guys are like you know like they don't touch me at all and the only time you touch me is when we enter the bedroom like i don't like that like that to me i don't know if it's from you know my background of like you know me being a dancer but to me it 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 objectifies me sexually and i don't i don't like it like it makes me feel like a sex worker or something mm-hmm. like you know and that okay. might just be something personally mm-hmm. for me mm-hmm. But when that no, happens, no. Are, are these people you in like in relationships with, or are you just kind of talking to? It's not like really that serious. So, Mr. Damage, the way I'm set up <laughs> when it comes to these relationships, like when you say relationships, what is, what are we talking about? Like, I'm just I've saying, been... if it's not like not something serious, I can see a guy probably pulling back on all that, so you don't, so the, the situation don't go farther than what it needs to be, or like oh, there's like a lot of stuff that go through people. Yeah, but see that, but even that type of thinking to me is very immature. And I feel like if if you've had mm. the meek experience, you you would you should have a good understanding of where I stand. I'm very vocal. I'm very like there's no, you know, you guessing as to where my head is. You know what I'm saying? So like if you still thinking like, oh, I don't want to touch her because I don't want her to think that I want to cuff her and blah blah blah, like we we not we shouldn't be doing this like at all so mm-hmm. a lot of times my my situations are situationships you know what i'm saying but i'm also very vocal on like you know what i want what i expect so there's no like fogginess or nothing like that no great do you cook so, for the guys you in the situationships with um depending on the vibe like yeah i have I definitely have. I, 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 you know what? I used to make that a rule when I was, you know, in a different state of mind. I used to make, I don't cook for niggas that I don't. That I, no, like at the end of the day, I'm going to be me. That's a rule for me. 
Like, no, I'm going, I'm going to be me. And if, and if I feel like I can't be me around that person, I should not be around that person. I shouldn't be sitting here laying up with this person. So I cook, I cook for E, you know what I'm saying? Like I would be cooking for B, but she live all the way in California. So like, (laughs) you know, like I I cook. She lives far. (laughs) Yeah, I cook, I bake, I do all that stuff. And it's like, if, if it's in the moment, the moment calls for it. Yeah. Let's go ahead. Let's go whoop something up real quick. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah. Okay, I'm just asking. So, I'm just asking because no, I know no, a lot I of people. It. That I put, love it. I love no, it. No, because I know people that have, I know a lot of women that put limits on what they would do, but want the guy in a situation to do, you know, Excellent. whatever. You know, not saying a lot, but they're expecting more from them. But it's like, but I'm not going to do this, and I'll be, you know, I'll be damned if I do that. And it's like, well, that's kind of contradictory that you want a man to step outside and do extra, but you wouldn't. So that's why I was just asking. But you're not that type of person. But there's no, a lot of women like that. And and I also somewhat have a theory I'll be quick about the whole restriction thing I think people like are related to working out so when you want to change your body and you have a body image you you like okay I gotta work out I gotta eat better right but then also within um setting that goal you also have to recognize your weaknesses right if you really want to be proactive in obtaining that goal so like for me my weakness is sugar so I have to have a you know coming to Jesus moment where I'm like you know I can't have sugar in my house because if there's Oreos in my house, I'm eat the whole damn pack, right? So I feel <laughs> I feel like when it comes to people putting restrictions on relationships, it's because they have yet to trust themselves and making the proper decision for themselves, you know, to like benefit themselves in the the most I mean to to benefit from the relationship in the most productive way. So when someone's like, I ain't gonna cook, I ain't gonna clean, that's because you don't you don't trust yourself in that situation. You know, that's what I feel. That's what I'm I agree. I agree. I give it to you. That's what saying. I feel. Yeah. Like and, and men do it too. Like, oh, you know, a girl gotta do this. It's like, no, like you can immerse yourself in a situation if you trust yourself and, and you can tell, like, oh, this isn't good for me, you know, or you know I gotta back out of this. Or, you know what, I can go forward with this. A lot of people don't trust themselves while they're in a situation to be able to make that clear judgment on whether to like continue or whether to withdraw. Okay, read me, sis. I don't do it because I don't cook, but I don't know how. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> but I'm down. Yeah, I was about to ask you. you know. So, is that a thing where you just like you don't cook? Is because I feel like sometimes when you're dating a guy. They put up these little like rules or traps to see like if you're like wifey material. material. So there, there's a yeah. lot of cases where guys were like, yo, uh-huh. come over to my house. You know, we're going to like Netflix chill or some shit. And you come over and their house is like a mess. We leave. But it. it's because <laughs> they want to see. No, they really want to see if you're going to clean up or if you're going to wash dishes. Or are you going to wait, help wait, them? wait, yeah, wait, yes, wait, 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 wait. Get her, please, uh, because uh, what the hell? Who else you went over? And, and, and it was dirty. Grandma, I question a grandma because my grandma would straight up say that that's straight trifling. You don't invite oh, nobody, nobody to your house. house. No, no, I have, I have seen it. I have seen it on Twitter and different social media things where guys are like, "Yo, she came over. She didn't even offer to wash dishes. She didn't. She didn't do X, Y, and Z." And it's just like. Why? Why? Because a lot of people looking for their parents. You know, men want got girls to come over and clean and wash dishes. Women want people to fully take care of them. You need your dad and you need your mom. Like this is 
Like I'm not looking to be in a relationship with my parent. Like that's weird. I don't need somebody to clean up for me. You can help me clean up, you know, but I don't, that's weird. You know what? I'm I'm about to geek out real quick, but studies show that there is a, a actual um sexual attraction between uh kids and their parents. Like they're like they have an actual and I don't I, I hate to say sexual because people automatically go yeah, I don't because people th- automatically think like, oh, you want to fuck your kids? Like, no, but like the intensity of the attraction, that's the reason why, you know, you, I'm pretty sure like B, you've experienced this with Prince or, and I know I've experienced this with Elijah where you could tell where he starts looking at you and it's like, there's like, like, yes, that's mommy, but you can tell like in his mind, mm-hmm. like, you know, like he's drawn to you. That's my yeah. woman. Yeah, like that's <laughs> mine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, it's an actual and thing. It's- but- it's funny because R. Kelly said this about his mother that he loved his mother, like he just adored everything. Like he used, he's, I think he said in the interview that he used to like to drink after his mom and wherever her lipstick was, he, you know, he yeah, used to he drink after that. her. Like he had a infatuation with his mother, and so <laughs> yeah. it's a it's a psychological thing. <laughs> yeah, so did Norman. but I feel like yeah, you know, so did Norman. Yeah, Bates Motel, <laughs> he did too. <laughs> Serial oh, killer head. Yep. <laughs> oh my god. Watch them. You gotta watch so, those kind. <laughs> Very so, you know, with this being, you know, an episode leading up to Valentine's Day, I think we should talk about love a little bit more. But now that we have a guy on the show, it's so important for us to kind of pick your brain. Not saying you're the representative of all men, but it's oh, nice I to ain't. have your perspective. Oh, I ain't. No doubt. <laughs> I don't know what niggas be doing. Yeah. <laughs> so, fellas, if you listening, I am not a representation for you. But if you align with the stuff I align with, then we we could rock out somewhere. Okay. Okay. Sure. Cool. When it comes to love, how does a man know if it's like an attachment or infatuation, or if it's love? How does a man know? See, I don't know how the man. Yeah. Knows. Okay, but I can tell you how I know. Okay, how you know? <laughs> but I, let me try to guess what a man's version of love would be. Mm-hmm. I think men would, would, I think a man would attach his idea of love to how he loves his mom, right? So if he has a woman that's always loyal and down for him through whatever, like your mama, right? Your mama don't care if you get locked up, you shoot 12 niggas, she's going to hide you in the basement and tell the cops she don't know, right? <laughs> so I think women, uh, <laughs> men align love a lot with loyalty and acts of service, you know? When I was locked up, she bailed me out. When I was down for this, you know, she did that and that and that. And it's a lot of, like, service things. So I would assume that's what men would probably attribute love to. Like, man, I've been rocking out with her for so long. She never left me. She always listens to me. Kind of like, a, you know, one of those situations. So that's how I would think a man would identify love. Is it healthy? Maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. Um, but I think a lot of times when I've heard my homie say he loves somebody... It's because of those reasons where it's like, you know, she's, I can always count on her. She's loyal. You know, she respects me, stuff like that. So that's what I think would be the generic version of a man's love for a woman. Yeah. <laughs> um, what? Yeah. What's well, your, go ahead. What's, what's your, your what? No, no, no. no, no, no somebody ahead. said what? No, that was me. But no, go ahead. What? Go ahead. What about you? Like your, your, how do you know that like I'm falling? Like I, like. I could feel myself falling for this person. Well, I crave companionship, right? So I feel like if I'm with somebody and I want to talk to them, whether it's good, bad, ugly, or just nothing, like I'm just craving 
to connect with that person, then I know I'm falling in some type of love, right? Because I, my version of love is companionship. I want to ride or die. I want a partner. Everybody don't need that or want that. You know, as you know, some women just need somebody to provide. That's their version of love. Some dudes just need some, you know, everybody got their own thing. So mine's is more companionship. So I feel like when I find my best friend and I could be around that person all day long, no matter if it's sex or whatever, just I want to be around that person because it's fun. Then I can start. That's when I start attributing things to love. You you mentioned something that I think a lot of people a lot of people talk about, but I feel like they don't really um, exercise it properly. And when you say my best friend, because like if you I, what I've noticed is that like I feel like there's so much emphasis like our pressure placed on the relationship when it comes to intimate, but like our you know like intimate relationship. But when you think about like you know like your homeboys, like your friendships, right? Was that same pressure applied to when you established those relationships? And a lot of times it's going to be mm. no. You know what I'm saying? And it's mm. like, why is it when when it comes to intimacy and being like in a love relationship, is there so much pressure? Because I too agree with you where it's like the friendship is the, like the foundation. Like if we have a crack in our foundation, like we're not going to survive. So it's like then what the friendship like somewhat... I know guarantee is a strong word. It guarantees the respect, the level of respect. You know what I'm saying? That where it's like certain things where it's like, nah, I can't, I I won't, I'm not going to cheat on her. Like, I just respect her too much. Because I think about it this way. When it comes to your boys, would you ever cheat, betray, or lie to your boys? A lot of times they answer. No, a lot of niggas is going to say yeah. They, they, they do do that? Every every man is not loyal to all his homies. No, I don't neither think are women. That. You know what I mean? No, no, like, no. I, I don't think that, but I'm just saying <laughs> yeah. like the overall, I'm, mm. I just, I'm just saying like the overall, the overall belief, you know what I'm saying? Where it's like when you hear all this music and it's like, my niggas was down and my no, loyalty, da, 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 But it's da, a different, it, that's a whole different thing. That's a, it's, it's attacking and it's, it's, it's a different, what's the words I'm trying to use? It's that is attached to a different trauma, right? What you got with your boys as a man is different. That's based on, you know, with your father around, what role model, like it's more so that than what you have with a woman. That's well, is it really that? But is but but establishing it is it really that different? Like, and I think that's what my question is. It's like, I feel like people always want to separate the two. Like, oh, no, like, my friends is different. Like, it's different when you, and I, I don't really think that there's, a, if we're talking about friendship, if we're talking about establishing well, I feel friendship. Like, I, I feel like he used the word loyalty. And I just don't understand, like, when it comes to men and women, loyalty seems to have a different definition when it comes to the, to genders. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. When it comes to a woman showing loyalty, what is that compared to like being loyal to your boys? Like, because sometimes I feel like a nigga that barely no, have any so, homeboys. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can speculate. Um, uh, I mean, I'm, no, I the get thing it. is, you can have a bunch of homies. You're gonna have your one ride or die. You're gonna have your one woman, right? Even if you have a bunch of women, every dude got that one that's if she is not holding it down or whatever, then it's like, oh, she not even loyal. That's just how it is, right? That's just how niggas think. That makes me itch. It make me itch too, but that's what niggas do. That just makes me itch. Because, and I think, I guess what I'm speaking to... But it's not all men, though. 
No, I know, I know, and, and I'm not trying to generalize at all. Um, I just, I, no, I, I get it. It's a lot of niggas that do it. No, so. it's a lot I of niggas that do it. And I see, but also, I see it uh, even like the post you posted to earlier today, B, where like the guys like the commentary, and it's like I feel like there's this like eternal mistrust with women. Like, why is it that I have to prove myself? Like, go through depths of hell to prove myself that I'm worthy of like your devotion and your love and shit, your friendship. Why do no, that I like you and something bad. have, but I'm, I'm, and I'm not talking about me, because as you can see, she's single. No, no, I get it. No, I, no, 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 I'm, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm saying, saying in general, like, whoever's dealing like with that. Com- it's like a common, it's a common narrative that you hear a lot of like guys like, nah, like I ain't going to do that unless she this, or she needs to be loyal. Like, so and let's, it's like, let's, 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 let's doubt this back here. A lot of guys that talk like that are the guys with the money and they want to see if a woman is going to prove that I'm really in it because I like you, not in it before what you have. I've That's a lot of that. Broke, I've seen broke niggas talk like that too. That's broke like, niggas trying to be like niggas that got money and use that same rhetoric. That's where that yeah. comes from. That's not yeah. just any old nigga saying that. And if a nigga is saying that he's having identity issues because a lot of guys want to be <laughs> that guy with the money. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's no, just what it you. is. I tell you. When I was growing up... I. I, I still I'm still cool with a lot of people that I looked up to, right? And they're all type of abstract, obscure people. But I write them in my DMs like I wanted to be like you so bad. And as men grow up, we try to strip that away. But it was a time, and I don't care what any nigga say, where you really looked up and wanted to be like somebody else, like another guy. Right. You right. moving like the reason I have tattoos is because of another guy. Right. It's not because I thought tattoos was cool. I thought he looked cool with tattoos, and I want to be just like him. And a lot right. of niggas are doing that. Rather they want to admit it. Or it's happening subconsciously. That's a thing that happens amongst young boys, especially if you don't have a father around. A father You're trying to be it. like any nigga you want to. You know what I mean? You go right. outside and be like, wow, he's so dope. I love the way he moves. I love how girls are attracted to him. I want to move like that. Right. And even if they grow up and not even like that guy anymore, they can still be moving in that same likeness. So right. a lot of that bullshit you hearing from broke niggas is them trying to talk like they, they got something. Somebody's. You know what I mean? Like nobody yeah. got proof shit to you, bro. At all. <laughs> Yeah. At all. Yeah. You don't even have an yeah. ID. <laughs> <laughs> so, look, so to take it back to the question about like, when do you know when love, lust, or like an infatuation with a woman, but what is the internal dialogue that's happening when you're with a girl and you're realizing like she might be, I feel like sometimes guys are afraid, like they, they play it too cool. And so the, the the woman never knows what's really going on because they're they're trying to play it so cool, like, oh, she's just, you know, the homie or some shit. But what is the internal dialogue that's happening in a man's head from your perspective? I mean, it just your, depends your... on what kind of do- guy you're dealing with. It's so and it's so important for women to really understand what kind of nigga they are talking to, right? Because if mm-hmm. you got a man that's um that has trust issues just in his life. He's going to have an internal dialogue of, I might retreat from this because I feel like I'm getting too vulnerable. Especially if you're dealing with a dude that's like in the streets or been through some stuff like, I'm getting too vulnerable. I don't want, I don't want to feel like I got a soft spot or a way somebody can attack me. So they're going to push away, right? So there's all types of different dialogues internally that people have. You might have somebody that have both their parents and they're excited. Like, oh my God, I can't believe like I have this feeling that I love somebody. I don't know what to do. You might have a dude that... You know, y'all might be in a situation ship and he's dealing with five other chicks and he start loving you and he don't know what to do. It's like, damn, I didn't think that I could really like one person. I'm used, so used to being with so many, 
So there's so many different dialogues that happen internally when you're dealing with niggas. Like, dating is the ghetto. Yeah. Dating is the ghetto. It, 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 it is. It's just slums. No, it's, it's like, but it's like you, you, how you say, you know, like you don't, you, you're, you gotta know what kind, type of guy you're dealing with. You don't know he got trust issues. You don't know if, you know what I'm saying? Like it, when you're dating, you don't know all that because like they only, they only let you know so much. So they're like they're, un, they, right. And so it's like, then you, when you try to get to know them, you, you know, a little bit at a time, you do, you really don't know that. And then you actually, he say he start dealing with you and leave all those five girls alone. And then he unravel all this shit. You like, fuck. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's the reason why as women, we have to be very aware of the, the, like the canvas that's given in the portrait that we paint. So I do think that like, there's times that like, as women, we'll like paint this fucking mm-hmm. Picasso when honestly it's a Pollock. You know what I mean? And like when he starts showing all his splatter and shit, they like, wait, what, what, where did all this come from? Like, you know, so we have to really start being like aware of what our brains are capable of doing. And this shit happens both ways. So don't think y'all don't be unraveling some shit that we ain't like, oh, what's the- <laughs> No, no, I know. And don't been, think y'all don't. That's true. I, I've been on that side. And that's the reason why I had to be, I had to get comfortable with being myself or even in a situationship. Right. So in the beginning, you have the representative and then, in, you know, you have I call her Naomi. So that's my alter ego. And like the dudes yeah. that get used to Naomi and then we'll have a space of intimacy that allows me to be vulnerable. And when I tell you the fucking floodgates would just come like, you know, like ravishing through. And he's like, wait. And I've had conversations with dudes. that it was like, yo, that was way too much. <laughs> like That yeah. was because I was holding it all in. I wasn't allowing myself to be vulnerable. I wasn't, you know what I mean? I, I like I was holding trauma, mama trauma, daddy trauma, all these different, you know, shit. So in, what, and what, 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 what gave you the space to be vulnerable? Like what happened in that? In that space where you be were just honest, like, you know what, took, let me open up and be honest. It took someone that I was in, like involved with and he, he, he told me, but he said it in a concerning way. So like, it's kind of like an ugly truth, but a truth that has to be told. But you, you know how you tell me it's all about how you deliver it, Meek. And this person, when he delivered it, it wasn't like he wasn't judging me, but he was like, I'm just letting you know, I have to remove myself because this is way too heavy for me. But I'm letting you know, like, you need to start relieving this. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I had to respect it. I had to, I had to respect it, mm-hmm. you know? And mm-hmm. so then it wasn't, it, and then from that point on, I started having dialogue with myself of like, why do you restrict yourself from vulnerability? Like, what is this? Like, why do you not, why do you not feel safe? Why is it that someone has to like go through a Bob wire or a fucking, you know, semen block? you know, wall to see. But you know, but you know us as black women, sometimes we, we're never we given the space privilege. to be. We're not given that. Yeah. It's a privilege. It's a real privilege. But let me say this. The man who told this to me was a white man. <laughs> you know, it was a white man who told this to me. And he was the one that was like, you know, like and provided that space, which is. Wait a minute. So, on Black History Month, you told us a story about what a white man taught you. <laughs> oh, I mean, no, 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 no. Answer my question. Yes or no? Is that oh, is that what happened? I did, but oh. also it, it, that that story um uh 
that story that story contributes to the strength of a black woman so it goes to show that no matter where the lesson is learned it's still black excellence and black strength that that prevails so like look yeah but what you said was real though that was real yeah yeah i was um i was oh no 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 no. go ahead no go ahead do your thing do your thing go ahead no i was saying the other day to my boy we was doing a podcast um podcast called advice from a fuck boy check that out um funny podcast but i was saying i'm (laughs) we were both talking because me and him were both fuck boys in the past so he wanted to bring me on i said i would love to be on because i was definitely a fuck boy in the past it is what it is like we all were every nigga every man has been a fuck boy in his life Come on, give us a fuckboy story. Wait, wait, no, wait, time out, time out, time out, before we go into this, because I've heard, I've heard this reform fuckboy narrative somewhere before, and what I want to know is, is there a course that fuckboys go through where y'all get a certificate of completion or something, because... You grow this up. Person, this grow last up. person who claimed them to be a fuckboy, we found out that he was still doing fuckboy activity. So... Okay. Oh, it's, it's, okay. it's kind of like a drug addiction. You know, it's always calling you. The street's always calling. <laughs> well, y'all, y'all dance, right? Dancing's always going to call you, right? And you have to actively work. Well, it's different because dancing's not a bad thing, but it's like an addiction. You have to actively work every right. day or every week to make sure you're not on some fuckboy shit. It is what it is. So you but, give us a fuckboy story or no? I can give y'all stories, but <laughs> yeah, what I was saying is the original story, story I was though. trying to tell <laughs> is because it plays off what Meek was talking about. Um, I feel like the whole dating process is set up for women to lose. That's how I feel. Mm, I feel like the whole that? I feel like the whole dating process is set up for women to lose. Explain that. So think about what dating means, right? If I like you. I want to take you out and put and be my best self so you will potentially like me, right? There's no real honesty in it. And think back to the 90s. Think about old school ways of 70s, 80s, 60s of how guys used to court women. It wasn't based on necessarily truths. It was just based on, I'm just trying to say the most beautiful thing to you for you to give me attention and for us to get together, right? And they called it sweet nothings. Like, it, it's been a term for I've it. Heard, it's sweet nothings. Mean, yeah, meaning, it means... Dog shit, right? So when you think about dating, say, Bethany, I like her. I want to take her out. I want to take her to the best restaurant. I want to impress her. And think about how you go on, um, let's say you go on a job interview and you want to impress the, the boss or whoever's going to hire you. Of course, you're going to soup up your resume, right? When you're there, you're being your best person. About three months into that damn job, what you going to do? Be your damn self. And I feel like the whole dating process and getting to know women and how men get to know women is set up for y'all to lose because it always starts on a high, right? When you meet a guy, it doesn't always start on a high. It's like, oh, he's so great. Oh, he's this. He, oh, he does this. And he talked about that. Right. And then what happens after a few months? Aww. His real stuff starts coming out. They call it the representative <laughs> phase away. But that's how the dating process is set up. And that's never going to stop because that's how it's been created for years before us. This is how it's supposed to be. Men are supposed to, you know entice women or impress women even if they don't have it back in the day you would go get your boy's car or your uncle's car whatever you can do right <laughs> put your best wear your homies right. clothes oh let me put your chain on oh, i want to walk that rot i just want her to like me and then after you get her then what so it's kind of set up for y'all to lose so i feel a little You're bad about me. that but it's kind of funny oh yeah me, me, uh, sorry i was <laughs> saying let me borrow them yeezys i it still happens to this day yeah it still exactly happens. it does 
that's the reason why I say women just befriend all these niggas. You know what I'm saying? They all <laughs> friends. Like we're friends and hang out with them like you hang out with your friends. Your friends. That's smart. Y'all better listen. Hang out with them like you hang out with like all this. Oh, did you take me to Magianos? Did you da da da? Like you, because you asked me. Not even meet person. What 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 did Queen Ninja say? Uh, fuck me good and lie to me. That's basically mm-hmm. what you're asking this dude to do is, you know, lie to you and hopefully he can fuck you good because sometimes n- men don't follow through with that part either. But <laughs> be his friends, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, like. If you got an Xbox, turn the Xbox on. See if he know how to play or something. You know what I'm saying? Or like, you know, have him come over and just watch some TV or just on some chill shit. Just on some chill shit and just really try to be these niggas' friends. Yeah. But you you made a really good point, Damage, when you said that like, you know, back in the 90s and back in the day, you know, earlier than that, where guys would kind of like, you know, spit this game. And I compare that to music. Because you know how people would be like, oh, man, the music back in the day was just so sweet. It was so romantic. And nowadays, music's just like, look, I'm just trying to fuck. Like, you know, yep. just talking big cash shit when it comes to women. It's and it just makes me think, like, it's it's intentional. I want Which me an R&B ass nigga. I don't want none of these new niggas. Are you sure? Are you sure? You, you sure? Because this nigga said, here and now. I promise to love faithfully. After back in the day, the they were boy. saying like here and now, here and now. What about now? Yeah, like, like telling yeah. you. You let him know, like I, that's just now. That's not. Well, let's tomorrow. think about it, right? Because everybody be like, oh, what happened to love and blah, blah, blah. I mean, from my era, whatever happened before me was some bullshit. Like I ain't had my dad in the house. I don't know nobody else that had their dad in the house. Niggas was on right. drugs, so all this music didn't really represent shit. It was just a bunch of y'all niggas lying right. to get pussy, like people do now. Except y'all just did it with the music. And yeah. it's nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. But I just feel like the dating system, the whole idea of it is set up for women to lose. It's set up to just trick you. It's so just how are women me. supposed to... Well, Meek just, ca- just gave a great solution. Really get to know a person, right? Like, me right. taking you to a place you want to go to doesn't help you get to know me. Right. Let's do something so, that like, we both like. like. If you and I was to hang out, what exactly would we do? Just chill. Talk, go get, go eat, eat, right? But like, it's like on some chill shit. There's no pressure. There's no nothing. Like, and and what I found, once you declare all these niggas friends, it low key fucks them up because they trying to figure (laughs) out. They trying to figure out. Wait, how do I get out of this friend pond? Like, I don't want to swim in this bitch no more. Like, but it's like. There's nothing you can do uh, materialistically to get out of the friend problem. So, it would have to so be. Are you saying? Are you saying that this is why guys end up in a friend zone? No, I feel like people. I feel like men should start off in the friend zone. Everyone default. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and that the strongest personalities survive. Honestly, that could be a new reality <laughs> show. You know what I'm saying? Like friend zone. <laughs> strongest reality. <laughs> Strongest personality survives. Like it, it's not even about what you can buy, what dinners we can go see. Like you, our connection. How how are you willing to even invest into our connection? Some men are not even. Oh, we had a conversation the other day when a dude was like, "I'm not friends with oh, like women. I fuck." I'm like, that doesn't fucking make sense, bro. 
you're limiting the sexual experience. But I mean, you, bro. you, you. I mean, even even you give the guys the chance to be just friends. They don't even know how to take that. They don't know how to do it because they don't I fucking know how to do it. I've done that in in shit, guys. They like they like no no what you the, you want me to be your man like nobody asking you for any of that. I just asked to be your friend, dog. Right. And to be honest, if if we've been having intimacy, you should want to get to know who I am. You know what I mean? I could be a voodoo doctor okay. for you. Know. So I have a, I have a question with with all of this. So when it comes to dating, when you know your love languages, you know what you want for yourself. When it comes to intentionally dating, is it too soon to state what you want or what you expect from this person, even if they're in, in a friend zone or you see them as a romantic partner in the, in the future? From from the person ex- uh, specifically, yes, because I don't know you, so I, I'm not gonna ex- have I'm not gonna place expectations on you because I don't know you. But I think it's very healthy to communicate where where your stance is, like wh- like what you know. Why are you engaging? you know, on an intimate level, like, what is your intentions? My, like, currently, I'm focused. I'm not, my intentions are not to find a husband currently, right now. Granted, me stating that doesn't mean that it can't change. You know what I'm saying? But that I'm just letting you know, you know, before we get some shit started, that that's not where my mind is right now. My mind is, is like, I would like some adult time, some adult conversation, you know, some adult dick, you know what I'm saying? You know, like, <laughs> you know, like, and that, that's what I, that's where my mind is at, you know? And I think it's kind of healthy because then that person can gauge if, if they, say he is a man that is looking for his wife, he might, he's able to pivot how, whatever best suits him. You know, so, so you're giving them the opportunity to make the, the decision for, that's wanna... best for them. You know what I right. mean? Say so, it again. Right. What for do you the guys... people in the back? <laughs> <laughs> so what? What is your guys' opinion on dating intentionally? Ooh. So Meek, you already said yeah. like this is something that you you do this. You let you want to let guys know like pretty much up front okay, like this so is what I expect. I used to so in the past, and I say the past, I'm talking about before <clears throat> this podcast. <laughs> I used to wait. <laughs> For the conversation to present itself and then I would vocalize but then after like really sitting on this question because you know when you think of intentional dating you think of like someone that's like I'm ready but it's there's a there's a spectrum you know what I mean when it comes down to intentions and it just showed me how important it is to actually just you know what I mean just be up like uh, it's a way to do it it's a way of delivery you know what I mean you don't have to be so serious and contractual but yeah, I think it's I think it's healthy, especially with you know situationships on the uprise. What about you, Liz? I, I feel like um, I'm just learning because, like I've told you guys, I'm new back to like dating, going back in the dating scene. I'm learning what what to do when I'm intentional dating. I'm learning what what to do with certain situations because I kind of let the other person kind of lead the situation in the beginning, and I'll kind of go with the flow. Okay. Um, which obviously <laughs> are mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Yeah. Because at the time, because at the time, I didn't know what I wanted either. So mm. I just, see. Can we talk about that? <laughs> can we talk about that? That's a toxic Let's motherfucker right there. That's a toxic motherfucker right there. Can we talk about yes. that? But it's a truthful motherfucker right there because I don't care. <laughs> no, I'm saying. No, I'm saying. It's many people. Not you. Many people you passed that. Situation. You passed it. 
Yo, you know, it's many people in that type of situation though. But I think uh, look, I big you up for for uh for admitting that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it, it, true. It, it, right. it took some time. It, it wasn't like, you know, woke up like next day, like, you know what I'm saying? But it took me some time. Okay. It's also it's taking me time to learning what what I what I will accept and what I won't accept in a relationship or a situationship. Like I like letting the dude lead and, and follow go with the flow. I made myself I I like did things that I probably didn't even want to do. That's so, honesty. Now, That's honesty, sis. Oh, so, yeah. So That's honesty. Learn what I like and what I don't like and what I do want to do. Like, I'm not accepting it no more. Like, nah, nigga. So, with you being new in the dating pool, what are, what are you looking for? Non-negotiable. dating? Like, yeah. Like, What's your against- non-negotiables? Like, no. No, no. Yeah. What are your no's? Uh-huh. My strong nose. I mean, literally, it's, it's just like the simple things. Like, I'm not going, like, the dishonesty, the disrespect, the the runarounds, the, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I'm with the shits. So, it's like, I'm not. <laughs> you with the shits. You with the shits. But what, but what does that mean? What does what the shits mean for you? I mean, what the, what, what the shits means with me is I'm down for threesomes. Um, I enjoy them as well. Um, <laughs> it just depends on the situation. It has to be done right, as damage. That said. was a big jump. Done okay. right. <laughs> but yeah. uh, like, it's, it's. I'm not against like trying. I'm not against trying new things as well. Like even in the bedroom, like I'm. I'm new to a lot of different things that I haven't tried before. Like you guys heard recently, I've tried something new, and I was like, okay, I like this. Okay. Um, we're not going to get into details of that one right now. Next. That, that, that's for another episode. <laughs> Wait, that's why can't we another explore episode. this right now? Nah, okay. That's, um, that's a long story. But, um, yeah, I, I just don't want the disrespect. The, the, you're going to have to be direct with me. We're going to have to be upfront with what, what we want and what we don't want in a situation. Like, for me, like, right now, I'm not looking for no relationship. I'm just looking for a situation, and then if it goes there, eventually, we can do that. But I'm just not done for, down for the runaround. You ain't got to tell me, like, oh, I got five girls, and, all. like, do what you do, because I'm going to do what I do, but don't clock me, because I'm not going to clock you. This is a situationship. It's not a relationship. But to also piggyback on what you're saying, Liz, I think the whole, like, the I'm with the shits is, like, because men think, well, I don't know how they experience other women, so but I'm not, but I think all men think either. No, we true. We have a guy right. here that can. No, no, true, know. but I'm saying, like, the whole doing the extras to try to get a girl in a certain space to experience her in a certain space, you know I what I'm like saying? That. I don't like that shit either, and so it's, oh, like, it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, the whole threesome thing where it's like, you feel like you got to like, you my baby, you my, you my, you the one, you know what I mean? Like, you ain't got to do all that. You know what I'm saying? Like, just state, <laughs> just state your case. You know what I'm saying? I'll take it to the jury. We're going to deliberate and then we're going to come back to you, let you know what the verdict is. <laughs> like, <laughs> 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 like, this is simple. You know, but all this lying though, and there's all this and all this and games. Mm, I'm not with it. Completely unnecessary. Yeah. So, damage. When it comes to dating and women, do you feel like sometimes women pretend or they put up this front like they want something that they're really not ready for? Um. 
do they want something they're not ready for? Some of them, I think a lot of women are confused. I think a lot of women think they want a relationship, but they're not ready for it. They didn't do the work for it. They don't know themselves, but they're putting mm. all this pressure on me to give them something they didn't give themselves. So I think mm. that happens wow. a lot. No, I do, oh, because like I said, shit. you got past hey. that point, but dating or being in a situationship or whatever you want to call with somebody that's confused and then they keep flip-flopping their mind, what women do a lot of the time, not you, not generalizing, but women do a lot of the time is all that confusion, you put it on us. Yeah. All this, all these issues you have, it's your fault. And you you did this and you said this. It's like yesterday you just said, wait, so you you do want it? Like, what do you, I, what is this? So right. I think that happens a lot of times. Um, but I don't think women uh, always are trying to sign up for things they're not ready for. But it just depends. I think... In society, women are like, okay, I'm supposed to get married and I'm supposed to be with somebody, but you're supposed to get your shit together first. Yes. Mm -hmm. Like, you wow. can't be with somebody else if you can't be with yourself. Somebody Woo! else is not going to fix your issues. I, right? did, we, did we just say that? We just had this conversation. <laughs> but that's the real thing. Those and, words right out the room. But I, you and I, we we preach at the same, at the same <laughs> church like we but, do. <laughs> but I'm very sympathetic because there's so many outside influences that make you feel like you're yes. less than if you don't have that. Yes. So I get it. And you have to be strong to stand up against those influences. I just got hit with those. And it comes in so many shapes and forms. It comes from your family, your best friend. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's not just about media and everything where people will see how you live your life and like, ask questions right. and to be honest the questioning is not even is not even from a malicious place some of the times it's really because they haven't seen someone really live their life so freely like you know mm -hmm. like unrestricted mm -hmm. i do not confine mm -hmm. myself to societal norms like you know and they like i don't know what the fuck that is you know but i i just got hit with that just a couple like a week or two ago where a girlfriend was like you know uh well, did you have sex with him? And I'm like, you know damn right I had sex with him. <laughs> well, 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 maybe you should try to not, you know, go so long without sex. And I thought about it. I said, and I thought about it. And I'm like, okay. But then that's when I start thinking about the whole restriction thing. And it's like, well, Meek, do you trust yourself having sexual intercourses with someone and not connecting, immediately connecting your emotions to it? And... I've done the work on myself. I can have sex with someone and not immediately be emotionally connected. Okay. Now, granted, there's chemistry. I'm not denying the chemistry that's felt, but I, it doesn't make me want to say, you are my husband. You need to marry me now, or I want to be with you. No, bro, I need to get to know you. I don't even know if your life and your journey is aligned with mine. Like, exactly. you know, we, we just had this moment. I'm able to separate the moment from my life journey. And that's, and I get that that's not something that a lot of people can do. You know, that's happened so, to me. They're before. not strong enough. That's happened to me before. I was I was in a situation ship. This happened to me a gang of times, and you know it could be long distance or whatever. And they're like, you know, I just feel like this could go the next step, and I just want more. And I'm just like, okay, and I hear you, but you don't truly. We don't truly know each other in that space. We know right. each other in this friendship space where, right. like, if I hit you up and you don't hit me right back, that's fine because we don't really have something right. serious. Mm -hmm. But now, if you want to cross that line. 
Now that's different. You don't know how I'm gonna act if, if I text you, you don't text me back, or vice versa, right? right? I have a child. You don't know. You don't. There's a lot of dynamics there that we haven't unlocked yet. Yes. So, slow up. Yes. I get that's that. a whole like nother conversation. Like too, but there's a new. Now there's a, opening up a new door of conversation. We need to have to see if we're compatible there. Right. Us being compatible when we see each other once in a while and hang out and have fun. That's not a relationship. That's not just at all. fun. And it's not, not even grounds. It's not even grounds to build a relationship on because a, a exactly. lot of people extract the the friendship component. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like you don't know that person past that hot passion moment that y'all share. That's all you know. That's right. it. You know, you don't know what his mama name is. You know what I mean? He he hasn't even mentioned his family. Like you don't have any of that. <laughs> You don't have any of that 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 background. So, yeah. Just to kind of wrap this up real quick. So, when it comes to, like, dating intentionally and knowing what you want, do you feel like it's necessary that, I guess, you have to do the work? Because, Liz, you're new with this whole, like, jumping back into this dating pond. Do you feel like you know yourself well enough to actually be active in the dating pond? And be able to, to like notice red flags or to see something in someone that you actually like in a guy or in a partner. Um, I definitely can notice red flags for me. Um, do I feel like I all the way know myself? The answer is no. Um, I'm okay. still learning myself. And the only way I feel like I'm going to be able to continue to learn myself is if I go out and date and see what I want and see what I don't want and see, you know, mm -hmm. what I like and what I don't like. So... Um, for me, that's why I go into situations saying now saying like, <laughs> you know, I'm cool with just a friendship with you versus jumping in right into the, in a relationship. And in the beginning, I never really, I never, I, I never say, Oh, I want a relationship, but I still, my action showed that I was obviously trying to make it into a relationship without verbally saying, Ooh. Hey, this is what I want. Wow. This is what that's really I honest. want. <laughs> yes, that's really honest. Damage. I don't know if you're used to this show. I don't know if you're used to this show, but Sister E of the Crazy Fellowship, she she rarely like opens up. So this is like beautiful. This is y'all got my eyes. She doing the work, y'all. She said yes. she doing the work. She yes. doing some of the work. And, and but hey, being man. able to like talk about it and share it and like. <laughs> Oh, I'm so I'm so proud. I'm so proud. We are. Uh, she turned right, to so the side and everything. She can't even look at y'all. She did. I can't. I was <laughs> no, so we're gonna move on. Oh, yo. Right. So look, Liz. I'm really happy like to hear that you're like jumping into the dating pond and like just you know testing the waters a little bit. So I mean, so when it comes to <laughs> real quick, because I know that. They're, there are a lot of guys who want to get your attention and they want to see what's up with you. Are you only like looking at guys that you know, like are already have a relationship established with, or are you looking to like, do you do like dating apps or do you I, I, care I, about guys jumping in your DMs? Like I what? I definitely don't do dating apps. I definitely previous. I always say I don't care about you hitting me up on social media to me. It's just, it's just, Everything for me is just has to be kind of in person. I have to. But how? Have to, We're in a, a whole panoramic. I'm, I'm out. Panel. What are we doing? I'm out. What are you talking about? I'm outside. Where? We're in, Ve <laughs> in Vegas? <laughs> I, mean, I 
be in LA too, and I'll be having photo okay. shoots. I'll be outside. That's a okay. terrible place okay. to buy. Okay, so 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 wait, Devil's Good Advocate luck. though is like she 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 has a lot of men in her DMs. We already discussed oh, this. Like God. it's a lot. So like even if you hit her in your DMs and say she was like, okay, I'm gonna try this whole DM shit. Like you can't. First off, how is one to weed out? You know what I mean? Because they people all keep say the to, same stuff. They all say the same shit. shit. They all oh, become the same. Like, and it's not it's not even like that guy, like that the guy looks or whatever. I'm just like, mm, yeah, no. It's like wait. you're not saying <laughs> nothing that's gonna make me be like but you see what I'm saying though? Y'all, the, now it goes back to what I'm saying. Like he's not saying something that's going to if I come up with the most craftiest, most unique way to get at you, doesn't mean I'm a good guy. It just means I'm a crafty nigga, right? So right. you looking for that pole. <laughs> but I'm just saying, you're looking for that. Man. Just, I'm not saying you with, are, because you're denying everybody. So that person can say I'm beautiful in, 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 um, in person, and, and, it, and it might come off way differently. It's just like, for me, social media is overrated. Like, I kind of have to feel energy, in a way, in order Ooh. for me to engage into anything. Come on over to the energy following <laughs> Come on, boo. Come on. Come on, baby. Come on. <laughs> All right, so, so we're going to move on to our red light special. If you guys have a question for the ladies, we do. So we actually have an update. So if you guys have a question for the ladies of the Crazy Sexy Cool podcast, shoot us a DM at Crazy Sexy Cool Pod on Twitter and Instagram, or email us, crazysexycoolpod at gmail.com, and we just may answer your question on the show. So we have an update from one of our very early uh, episodes when we had a listener tell us that she was trying to figure out if her man loved us, loved her or not. So she said, um, I'm going I'm to pull this up real quick. So she I said, feel like I remember this story. Yes. Yeah, so I'm going to read it. So she said, my boyfriend and I will celebrate our one year anniversary mm-hmm. in just a few, mm-hmm. a few short weeks. Our relationship has been wonderful this far. Um, and I feel like I'm really dating my future husband. Here's the deal, though. He never professed his love for me in those three words. He's never said that he loves me. Now that I know that it's more action than talk, I feel like he does, but I would love to hear it. So the update, she says, (laughs) hey, ladies, I wrote to you during your um, early podcast days about my anxiety to express my to express my anxiety about my boyfriend not saying that he loves me, even though we had already been together for almost a year. She was like, uh, well, I brought it up to him after our anniversary dinner with tears in my eyes. I asked him why he never told me that he loves me, and he looked genuinely confused. See, in his mind, he did love me, and he felt that he always showed it. In his way, he already had said that he loves me. In a few months earlier, before I was wheeled into breast reduction surgery, the last thing I remember hearing him before anesthesia took a hold was that he told the surgeon, she better come out of there in one piece or I'm burning this place to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Won't be no more surgeries in this motherfucker ever again. Like I said, he loved me. After telling him how much I longed to hear those three words, he lovingly grabbed my face, kissed me and said, of course I love you. I love you and your face. We will celebrate two years together in May, and I'm happy to report that he tells me that he loves me and my face every single day. 
I have successfully traded in my anxiety about those three little words, about the four words that I cannot wait to hear. Well, Hold on, let me read that one more time. Uh, yeah. yeah. So she, they're, they're moving on to the next step. So she said, I love your show and your black girl magic. Signed, the most loved woman with the most loved face in the world. Mm. So that was a good update. I feel like that was dope for that Valentine's That was a beautiful week. update. So she got what she wanted to hear, and she hears it every day now. And thank you for listening, and thanks for the update. That was really dope. So, ladies, question. If you had to choose to overhear your man tell the nurse what he told the nurse or him say, I love you, which one would no. you choose to hear? Look, tell the nurse, like, look, Take care of her. I'm burning this motherfucker. Fucking down. Yes. Yes. So I mean, there's there's ways to hear that he loves you. You can hear it in those three words, but sometimes action and passion overrides all that shit. So I I do wonder why those three words mean so much to because like they mean a lot to me too. And so like when I grew up, well, like me growing up, I never heard those words. Not like ever, ever like come out of anybody's mouth you know and so like they do I tell my son I love him every moment I can you know especially in you know my my thing is I tell him when I feel it so that's my main thing like don't just tell me you love me like tell me when you feel it even if it's like randomly three in the morning you want to send a text shoot that bitch on over like it's gonna (laughs) you know yeah so (laughs) Yeah, it does. So I just, I would really like to know, like, why those, like, why was there so much pressure on those particular three words? You know what? Maybe that's her love language. She needs words of affirmation. That may be her thing. And we don't know how people want love expressed to them until they actually, like, say it. Because just like he said, he was confused. Like, I show you that I love you. Why do you need to hear those three words? But everybody is different. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, I love you guys. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Meek, do you have a quote of the week? Yeah, I do. What? I just knew you were gonna be like, girl, no. Okay, no, what's I up? do. It's a, it's a, it's a good one. It's an oldie but goodie. Okay. Mama always said, you know, life what? is like a box of chocolate. <laughs> you never know. What you're going to get. I mean, but if you get in a box of chocolate, baby, you're going to win every time, honey. I'm just saying. No, because, girl, you just said that those chocolates in the aisle at Smith. No, I ain't talking about chocolate. I'm talking about about metaphorically, okay? I'm talking about metaphorically. Not not them nasty-ass chocolates on aisle 13 at Smith's, all right? Yeah. So, DJ Damage, thank you for for joining us. It's one of the... Let the <laughs> listeners know where they can find you on social media. That's right. Um, everything, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff, at The Real DJ Damage. And, of course, check out the Dualities podcast with me and Carmen. And also check out Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored. That's on YouTube, of course, Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored podcast. You can check it out on your radio, iHeartRadio. Check that out. And also on Fox Soul. So make sure you're showing love, you know, DJ Damage. I appreciate y'all for real. Crazy, sexy, cool. I do watch and listen to this podcast. So, you know, I appreciate coming on. I do appreciate y'all bringing me on. Talk your shit, Damage. You know what? 
I have yet to do this, but I will make you an honorary member. You know what I mean? You know how they give out honorary <laughs> degrees and honorary. Like, I would make you, like, yes. No, I talk honestly shit, think you should be a regular. Like, whenever we need to talk about, you know, some things and it, it evolves the men, because I don't want us to come off as, like, male bashing. We need to have the male opinion when it comes to, honestly, anything. Because it's three of us. We're out. We're we're out numbering these guys. We're like we're talking our bullshit. But even it's though nice we do speak nigga, we we do speak nick nigga. That's but really it's just different. <laughs> it's just different. You know what I mean? That's really Liz literally just said that last last episode. That's so <laughs> thank you for everyone who subscribed to us on YouTube and on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on SoundCloud. Leave your comments, your questions. You know, hit us up. We talk back. Uh, talk to us. We talk back, homie. Except for Elizabeth. But I talk back on live. Girl, you know what? Talk anyway, dude, catch Liz. Catch, catch, catch Liz on live. Uh, titties after twelve. Catch Liz. <laughs> on That's not happening. But titties you know. after twelve. That's the I name know. of the live. I named it for you. It's called Titties After Twelve. Okay. So we have some really cool shit coming up in the next couple weeks that we will be live and be able to interact with all of our listeners and followers. But until then, we'll see you next week. We out. Peace. Peace.